Welcome to the Perfectly Honest Podcast with Michael and Kiana. We are here to discuss life's everyday circumstances from the perspective of an everyday couple. That's us. If I'm being perfectly honest, the world is challenging our righteous desires to become better men and women. With Christ, we believe it's possible to overcome the world, live intentionally, and experience joy. So, let's jump right in to this week's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Perfectly Honest Podcast with Kiana and Michael. Yeah, welcome back. Guys, if you're still listening and coming back each week to listen to our episodes, we are so grateful for you. Yeah, we are. <laughs> like, I'm just amazed at the feedback we've been getting. It's just been so, so wonderful. So good to hear from you guys and just astounding that people are listening to us (laughs) yeah it has been such a sweet launch uh, for our podcast honestly because we had our soft launch and then when we went public on facebook and we're like there's actually two episodes yeah and now there's three and and uh all of them have been received super well so thank you yeah yeah um so fun fact if i'm being perfectly honest i do not listen to our podcast episodes it makes me really (laughs) nervous (laughs) And if I'm being perfectly honest, I moved a washer and dryer tonight and uh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Good. Are you <laughs> feeling strong? Uh, no, but <laughs> I, I'm not feeling hurt. That is what we like to hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So let's get started. Yeah. Okay, guys. I'm stoked to talk about camper life this week. da 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 yeah, a lot of people, we've been talking to a lot of uh, friends, people we've been meeting uh, recently. And actually, some people recently have been like, oh, yeah, I, what I want to do eventually is like me and my wife want to go and live in a camper or like in a in a bus or whatever. And I'll be like, oh, I did that. We're like, like, what? <laughs> like, we did that? Yeah, yeah. So once upon a time, Michael and I got married and our first home was a cute little camper. Yeah. Do you want to give the synopsis about how we got into that situation okay it's so funny because i was doing the dishes before we started recording and i was trying to even remember how it all started because michael and i we okay we were met to married very fast and so once we were like okay we know we're gonna get married we're no we know we're gonna move to california where are we gonna live i don't remember if you came up with the camper idea or if i did or if we both did i think that i said i think you i, I think it. i just said it yeah like what if we lived in a camper haha ha. you know just kind of yeah funny and then you were like what if i'm like wait we I, totally could yeah and then i was like i'm in love with you <laughs> <laughs> and then we like looked at some campers up here in idaho because this is where we met yeah because at the time we were thinking let's buy one you know, mm-hmm. we'll travel down because we'll, uh, we were going to live in California. Yeah. Because I was going to go work for my dad. And then we were going to find like a place to stay. So that was kind of the just like find somebody there who was going to house us. Yeah. That was the plan. Wait, that's like so crazy. And so yeah. there were a lot of puzzle pieces that had to come together. And ultimately, Michael's parents bought a camper and remodeled it for us. And it was the nicest thing yeah well because when i brought it up to my parents my dad was like oh i kind of think i would like a camper and and the plan was he wanted to keep it and now they've gotten rid of it because they realized they didn't want the maintenance of it and stuff um 
or to store it or, yeah. you know, there's a lot of maintenance that can come with it if you just own it and you're not like, mm-hmm. you know, living in it and have the situation set aside for it. So yeah. um, that that's the end of that story. But um, we're at the beginning. But we're at the <laughs> Come on, stay on track, Michael. <laughs> so yeah, so Michael's parents bought one, remodeled it for us, and then they found someone who had um, trailer hookups for like water and it was a miracle it honestly was a miracle which someone and it was someone that i knew growing up and uh you know they have all the hookups so and we're like what no way so it was really cool yeah it all just pieced together okay so i guess disclaimer when we lived in a camper we were not a traveling couple so we were not that cute aesthetic video you see on your feed of oh, we lived in a camper conversion van and we traveled the world. We got a camper and we had it parked out in the country. We had sta- yeah, it was a stay so put situation. Yeah. Um, Which I don't know how people, like whenever we moved the camper, everything got thrown all over the place. Well, that's because we weren't, we weren't ready for travel. Yeah. <laughs> we, we weren't. Were, yeah. Had it all secure like we were going to travel all the time. Right. Yeah. So. so, and we had glassware, we had all yeah. that kind of stuff. But it was still so fun and it kind of goes along with like tiny house living you know and we would recommend it to everyone at some point in your life right absolutely yeah well i mean we've even talked about doing it again doing it again possibly i mean afterwards we were like oh it's so nice to spread out and have space now Mm -hmm. this was a small camper it was 21 feet before Mm -hmm. it was extended it had a little back that extended out with the the full-size bed yeah um so it ended up being 25 feet, but really 21 feet of living space. Mm-hmm. So very, very small, very small space. So like if we did it again, it'd probably be like, let's buy a big RV. RV, yeah. Um, and then we would probably at that point be looking at buying land at the same time mm-hmm. to like be out there with. So I don't know yeah. if we do the traveling, but I don't, I don't know. Maybe we would. I'm down for anything. Yeah. So, so yeah, we wanted to talk to you guys about the pros and cons. Yep. The pros and the, the pros cons. and cons. Um, I'll get started. One of my favorite things about living in the camper is it was all one room and we were newlyweds. Yep. So Michael I knew that was going to be your first <laughs> thing that you were going to say. Michael couldn't hide. Yep. We were I, just together all that. Like when we were home, we were together and that was mm-hmm. just so sweet. Yeah. It was really humble beginnings, honestly. Yeah. Um, because, uh, I don't know if you want me to dive into this yet, but Keanu was pregnant while for the majority of the time that we were in the camper as well. Mm-hmm. And so it was it was just cool to be really close. Yeah. You know, during that time, I think that brought us a lot closer together, you know. Yeah. And we got pregnant after we got married for all of you people. Wondering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like we, a month after we got married. Well, we, we did live in the camper for, you know, about a year. Well, we actually moved out of the camper just before, uh, like we moved into an apartment just before Coleman was born and, yeah. and stuff. So, so the timeline, it all matches up. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. Uh, we're we just going to go pro for pro kind yeah. of a thing or, okay. You like, I'll go pro, you go pro yeah. and then I'll go con, you go con. Oh yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Uh, one of the pros is less stuff. That was one of my pros. Okay. T- taken. I took it. Ah. <laughs> Cross it off. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, like 
now I just feel like, well, now our stuff is surrounding us. Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel like we haven't gained much stuff since the camper, mm-hmm. but we, well, except for like a mattress, but, yeah. <laughs> um, and a couch. Yeah. Well, furniture, a uh, lot yeah. of furniture. No, we did get a cut. Co- oh. Well, cause when you, but it was mostly hand-me-downs and yeah. stuff, but it feels like our actual things like that goes in that stuff mm-hmm. or in our closet were like in storage or something like that. So they yeah. weren't like surrounding us all the time. Right. Yeah. And the thing with the camper is all your furniture is built in. And that is awesome for newlyweds. So, Cause you don't true. have to worry about buying furniture. Yeah, it is true. That is, that is super true. But yeah, going off of that, it just, it makes you very mindful of your possessions and mm-hmm. very mindful of what you bring into your space because you have such limited space. And I think that is just such a cool, like intentional way of living. Yeah. Something that we're working on now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're trying to pare down on stuff right now. We've been taking like a box to three boxes of donations like every other week. I know. <laughs> to the, it's been crazy. The store. <laughs> but I love it. It's so much nicer to just not be filling your life with stuff. And mm-hmm. I like things, but it's good to just like have meaning to the things that you have yeah you know not just have stuff that's like sitting in a closet all the time you mm-hmm. know except for Collecting decorations guests. you know mm-hmm. and memories but you know so yeah okay con which okay my first con that i thought of was also a pro but okay. it just depends on how you look at it so we were parked out in the country which it was gorgeous the drive was so beautiful yeah being out there was so beautiful. It was just hard being pregnant and being like 15, 20 minutes out of town and like yeah. away from people. I can't imagine how that whole experience, like even looking back, I'm like, I can't because I would go to work like for eight hours. Yeah. And I would take the car. Mm-hmm. And I would just be at our camper. Like no car, nothing. Sad little sick pregnant <laughs> Kiana. <laughs> but uh, but you did it well. We yeah. survived it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was always offering, I was like, do you want me to drive you to my parents' house? You can stay there during the day and I will be at work, you know? I know, which uh, we've talked about this recently. If we were to do camper living again, like now, and I were to get pregnant, like just do a whole do-over with that situation, but have the relationship I have with your family now, I'd be so much more apt to like go crash on their couch and like watch shows with your mom. But we were newlyweds and I, I didn't know them very well. And it's hard to be sick around people you don't know super well. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of adjustment. Yeah. All Um, at once. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. That was your con. Yeah. Your con. My con is, uh, the issues and the maintenance, Mm, mm -hmm. which you dealt a lot more with than I did. Yeah. So like every now and then it would be like, well, so here's the thing is it's really cheap to live in the in a camper, especially mm-hmm. if, you, if you have a good situation or if you have someone who's willing to have you on their property and mm-hmm. and you can do some exchange with labor or something like that. Um, or even they're just kind enough to just let you stay there for cheap. But um, there are other expenses and things that come up or mm-hmm. there's things that you have to maintain all the time, like uh, the tanks, the gray and black water. Oh, my gosh. You just, you're, you're, you're dumping that like constantly. Yeah. Um, and you have to like, let it, you have to let it build up. So you can't just like leave everything open. You can leave the gray water open, but which the gray water was the sink. Yeah. Sink, like shower, sink, shower, uh, sinks and shower. Yeah. Sinks and showers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the black water is, is probably what you could imagine. It's the other thing. Icky, yucky toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
so you had to let that build up and then and then you can like flush it out so it was like mm-hmm. you're always flushing the toilet and then a big flush <laughs> sorry Ew. which okay story about that one time michael hadn't emptied the black tank or the gray tank was plugged up anyways i was taking a shower and the shower water was not draining and it was just building up and building up and it just smelled like hard boiled eggs and it was so gross. Oh, I don't remember. I, I remember when you said it was coming up. I don't remember you talking about the smell though. Yeah. Well, I was pregnant and very sensitive yeah. to smell. That's a gray water. That wasn't the gross tank. Okay. Yeah. True. That true, was, true. that was not, that does not come up through there. <laughs> so, but it can kind of get weird cause you have stuff going down the sink. So you, you have to, so that was a lot of maintenance because you're always yeah. buying product to like put down there and clean oh, out the Oh, I tanks. forgot about that actually. Yeah, because you have to... You the have product to, to put in the toilet. Yeah. To help like break down everything so it can <laughs> yep. flush out. Yeah, so just be prepared for that. If you're going to do camper life, mm-hmm. uh, power. So like the th- mm. so these are all the maintenance things is basically like uh, sewage, water, um, power. And that that could be that's like two separate things so you have your gas power you have your electric power Mm -hmm. and that was one thing we didn't have a fridge for a while you remember that oh i remember that because that (laughs) was so hard yeah because the the campers they can get really weird with their fridges if you get a weird one like i think the bus like things that people are doing now Mm -hmm. they have like newer and improved they have like real fridges yeah sometimes that's what i've been seeing like just a real full-size fridge yeah okay i haven't seen i haven't seen that as much mm. but i haven't been watching as, as much i've been that. looking for i haven't been looking for but it. yeah so we our fridge you, built into the camper yeah was it was like oh you can run it off of electrical or gas but the electric exactly. wasn't working and if you have one of those that so, does that does yeah electric and gas mm-hmm. they can be really finicky mm-hmm. and like weird so that was causing a lot of but what we ended up learning was we just had to only run it on gas. Yeah. Because the electric side wasn't, you know, working as well. And it had to be perfectly level or something like that. So they, that was kind of weird. But once we got it working, that was good. But then we ran out of gas a lot. Mm-hmm. And we would wake up and it was just freezing cold. So, so we'd get cold. in the car together and just be laughing. And well, actually, there was one time we went and got hot chocolate because we're like, oh, we're going on a date. We went to the like gas station got hot chocolate right next to it was where we filled up our propane tanks (laughs) yeah it was so fun you just have to make the most of all the mishaps when it comes to camp for life so it was a pro and a con it was really fun it got Mm -hmm. me to learn a lot but it was (laughs) it was uh like just doing the maintenance all the time the monotony of it was just like okay now i have to fix this Mm -hmm. this or like in the reel i posted which i forgot this had happened until i found the video on your phone but we had our water hose like burst and so we weren't getting water into our camp and we're like what's going on and then it was like oh it's because there's this huge like split in the hose and the water's going everywhere outside yep so yeah that's right yeah that was so funny that was that was so funny there was a lot of funny things there. It was a really kind of like a picturesque place that we live going back. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I know that's kind of like jumping, but like looking back, it's there's so many fond memories. Like oh, even yeah. though it was like there was a lot of mishaps, it was also like, you know, we had to spend time protecting our tortoises, which we brought out on the property. Yeah. And like, you know, every rainstorm, it was like, let's seal up all the windows. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And uh you know, because like sometimes like water would get it. You're always worrying about moisture mm-hmm. and there would be like 
you know, not to like be really gross, but like sometimes you get little bits of like mold around the windowsill. So you had to do like Lysol, just make sure it was like clean. And yeah. like we were always keeping it. I mean, Kiana was always keeping it really clean and nice. Um, but that was our home. Yeah. Know? And I just look back with such fond memories, but it's been sold now. Our first home is gone. Yeah. To a very awesome family. Yeah. So um, uh, who also were going to have their kids live in it, actually, funny enough. Oh, Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. That's so funny. So I, I went and for three hours helped them go through all of this maintenance stuff because <laughs> I was like, here's what I've learned because we didn't get that before. So, <laughs> Okay. Another pro was the sounds at night. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You could wow. just hear, well, you could hear silence, but then you could hear coyotes coyotes <laughs> or the dogs. We heard cows a lot. Cows. I don't know. It was just like, it was very peaceful and serene. Yeah. I mean, it was quiet, but it was mm-hmm. also, it was like quiet in the sense that it was quiet enough to hear, hear stuff. all. Yeah. So not hearing like just all the traffic. It was just like we were out camping and just right. hearing the animals. Yeah, exactly. I loved it. Oh, I love that. Okay. Um, well, my other pro, uh, I'm kind of running out here, but, but, uh, <laughs> Well, I, I just love the whole experience. It's hard to me to like nail down certain stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to say this is um, having the outdoor barbecue on it. Oh, There's yeah. a couple of outdoor things. We never use the outdoor shower. Which would have been so cool. Yeah. It but kind of hard because we were on someone else's property. Yeah. Like our their window was like facing that side of the camper. Yeah. Um, but we got to do like barbecuing out there, but it was mm-hmm. also nice. Like when we had people over, we just sat, we put a table out outside yeah. and the canopy came down from the camper and we'd mm-hmm. sit under there in the summer and, and eat, and just have know, dinner, try and... to avoid the mosquitoes, but oh yeah, it wasn't too bad with mosquitoes, but it was, you know, around that time. So <laughs> eating outside at that time of night. So <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, con, the sink was so tiny. And oh, we yeah. are a family that likes to have a lot of home-cooked meals, which yep. require a lot of dishes. It was just con, you would just do a dish after you used it every time. Pretty yeah, much. I was doing so many dishes or like we just and had this, I wasn't. this big <laughs> stack of like dirty dishes on our stovetop just so that we could like wash them in the sink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah minuscule sink oh yeah it was it was so tiny well so okay that was going to be my other con actually going back right this is going full circle was the proximity because so (laughs) just talking about small spaces and small things Mm -hmm. um it was kind of like it got to a point where i was like i do need me time you know (laughs) and Uh and uh like i love being with kiana that's why we do this podcast even like we just love being together Mm -hmm. and that's even that's gotten even better we just the more we're together the more we love it yeah but um especially yeah at the time i just went from being a single college student to being in a one room apartment (laughs) locked with a crazy pregnant (laughs) lady (laughs) i needed my space occasionally so well that's like your coping mechanism too that has always been like how michael is like if he's in an, a social situation or I don't know, you just, you like to go off by yourself for a little bit. Yeah. And you didn't get that at all when we yeah. lived in the camper. And I, I didn't even realize that was a thing for me until yeah. I got married. Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, have I been this way my whole life? Well, cause we would go to family parties, Michael's family parties 
And I'd be hanging out with his cousins and aunts and uncles and we'd be chatting and I'm like, where's Michael? And you like had gone upstairs to go play a game by yourself. And I'm like, Michael, you can't leave me alone with your family. I know, like all my family's over. I'm like, I'm going to go play a single player game, you know, <laughs> but it was just, you know, but like I, I felt perfectly content doing that because I've always done that. I was like, yeah, it's my thing. Like I just, I put Minecraft on or whatever and I just play. And then everyone hangs out and then I come down later when the dessert's out and, <laughs> and uh, everyone's chatting away from their games. So <laughs> that's funny. I don't know why I've always been that way, but that's Yeah, that's still how I am. Like I just I, I spend a lot of me time even now. Yeah. But we've managed it to the point where it's like, OK, if I have dedicated me time, that means that we have dedicated family time together as oh, well. Yeah. And. And we've been spending a lot of time together. Yeah. It's really important to prioritize that. Yeah. So the close, going back to the con, close proximity was tough (laughs) for me. And, uh, but it was everything. It was, it was all the little things. It was just feeling like, oh, we don't really have much space, Mm -hmm. you know? Cause it's like, um, it is living minimalist, like, Mm -hmm. like having less stuff, but your stuff becomes a lot closer together. So, so you do have that battle, um, Mm -hmm. And we organized it really well. It was it was good, but but you know it, it's good to think about the precautions. Like, how's my outdoor space going to be? Yeah, which we probably could have done a lot better with that because uh, we were on such a beautiful property. Yeah, it was amazing. Like we just we would go out on the lawn sometimes, but mm-hmm. like it would be nice if we set up some something kind of nice yeah. to sit outside with. And which I always I always blame it on being pregnant, but I just wanted to lay down all day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and we had the nice thing was we had my parents to go to. Yeah, they were a great escape. Shout out to mom and dad Anderson. We did. We did some sleepovers. Sleepovers. Swimming in their pool. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Movie nights. Yeah. So fun. Okay. um, Pro. My biggest pro is all of the memories that come with came with it. Yeah. So I don't know. Just. The hose bursting, like you said, running out of gas right. and like having to go get it. And then, I don't know, you have to remember this. There was one time we woke up really early to go do something mm-hmm. and there was a frog in our camper. Oh, yeah. And that happened a few times. Like yeah. frogs would just like somehow get in Yep. and I would be screaming and Michael would have to like get them out. Right. <laughs> but they were so cute and so little. I know. She was screaming it. She was like, oh, oh, I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, he's so cute. Why oh, he's jumping? <laughs> yeah. That, oh man, that was so funny. But I, I really, okay, this is a big con, was spiders. Oh yeah. I had yeah. to kill all the spiders. I, okay, disclaimer, <laughs> honest truth time. I don't like killing bugs. Like it, and it's not that I just really don't like it. It's like I have I have kind of a, a problem with like germs in general, so that's just I don't know OCD. Yeah. But I I seriously I'm just like, I, I I'll break down. It's it's bad. It's bad. Honest truth. Honest truth. But I I uh, I just des- I decided that um, Kiana was very brave, and I would just you know be like, you can do it. I'm so <laughs> I'm strong. No, I'd probably say something like. I'm the pregnant one. Why do I have to kill yep. a spider? <laughs> That's exactly what you said. <laughs> oh. Okay. Do you have a last pro? Uh, last pro is... Uh, I'm going to just go back to what you said about the nature. Mm. Like, I love being out there. That's what I want 
most out of if we were to do this experience again is, you know, if we were to buy our own land mm-hmm. and have, you know, have an RV out there yeah, and while we're cultivating the land and building a house yeah. or something like that, um, or building a city or building a theme park, you know, that's kind of, uh, all those all in the plans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like to go crazy with my ideas. He is a big dreamer. Yeah. <laughs> and uh you know we'll see how it goes honestly but, i'm surprised you didn't say the shower slash foot bath oh <laughs> man okay uh rewind rewind forget about nature that foot bath <laughs> okay the the shower like it didn't have a bath it just had this little kind of like base uh basin thing that you can put your feet in and there was a seat. So that's why it wasn't a full bath. It was like the half of the bath was taken up by a mm-hmm. seat. So you could literally sit there and soak your feet. And I did that so much. I love just soaking my feet, getting them all clean. Yeah. And uh, and the shower was just just tall enough where I could stand up straight. Well, because it had a little bubble had a for bubble. your head. Yeah. So I could like stand up and I'd have a little light shining on my head. <laughs> so yeah. Thanks for reminding me about that. You're welcome. But also... It makes me very sad because we don't have that right now. So we have a real shower now. (laughs) Okay, so going into our honest to God portion, um, something that has really been standing out to me this week is the concept of seasons. So Michael and I are living in Idaho in a very, very snowy winter. It's cold. It's very cold. And we probably say every day that we're ready for the snow to be gone and for it to be spring. <laughs> Which we're going to California this weekend. Whoa, whoa. So we're so excited. We're very excited. Yeah. Even if it's rain. Give me rain. Give me rain over snow. Um, so I wanted to read the scripture from e- Ecclesiastes. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Okay. This is in chapter three and I'm going to read verses one through four. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. And I had, I've always known of verse one. I hadn't read the following verses after that. And I just love seeing the opposition in those verses. And it just made me think of whatever season of life you are in. I mean, it could be the physical seasons, winter, spring, summer, um, or it could be the things you're experiencing. So like new motherhood or mourning or you're trying to graduate, or you're anxious to be married, or a season of you just had your last kid move out, and now you're an empty nester. Whatever season of life you are in is exactly where you're supposed to be, and that time will pass. Like, the seasons change constantly, and so God just wants us to appreciate the season that we're in. Right. And I think that's really beautiful and something that I've been reminding myself of with Coleman being so young, just like, oh man, like I really need to appreciate this season of life of just having one baby and we are trying to graduate school and we're in our cute little apartment in Idaho and it's wonderful. We have a wonderful life. 
Yeah. It's so true. So I love that. So that's what God has been. God's been telling me that the snow will melt and spring will come. That's so. that's so sweet. Thank I'm you. imagining it right Thank now. You. <laughs> <laughs> well, because uh, it's just funny because we have this mentality that's like, when we're in a certain season, we need to move on to the next season. Yeah. We are always anticipating the next thing. Yeah. And I, I get really bad. I'll anticipate for the next, you know, like 50, 60 years of my life. Just like, <laughs> I can't wait till I this. I can't wait. Well, like, what was it? Like when, when Coleman was first born, I was like, I was like, oh, I can't wait till he's like a teenager. You know, one day he's going to be like heading no, out of the house. And that- you, were, you were like... Why are you no, saying that? No, that is not what you said. You said, I can't wait until one day we're hot and retired and all of our kids are moved <laughs> out and we can do whatever we want. I was like, It was what? even further than I thought. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's funny. I'm a, I'm a funny guy. You are very funny. Perfect segue. <laughs> <laughs> into. Into my thought. I'm a funny guy. Just kidding. Okay. Um, but not kidding. I'm hilarious. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. Um, this has been the verse that's been on my mind for this whole week. And this is going to be where we get a little controversial. Oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, because the opinion that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has is a lot different from uh, other Christian faiths on mm. this. Oh, okay. Um, uh, for the most part, I think that there is a debate that's that goes back and forth roughly. Um, this has to do with the grace versus works mm. kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has a very uh, uh, a different approach that encompasses both of them, mm-hmm. you know, compared to that battle. Uh, but most of the world, I think, is is kind of on the grace side of it. So I'm going to share a scripture from the Book of Mormon, and I'm going to share one from the Bible. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, that kind of shows the differences, um, but also kind of shows, you know, where we get the similarities from. So uh, this is from 2 Nephi 25:23. It says, It is by grace that we are saved after all we can do. Um, so that's kind of, you know, and we were that the reason I was thinking about this is because we actually talked about this in church about how, like, oh, it can be a controversial conversation. Mm. But talking about how, how uh, it also cannot be at the same time, and that's where I want to go with this. So Ephesians, uh, this is Ephesians in Ephesians two. I forgot to put the verse. I think it's nine and ten. Yeah, it looks like it. And it says there, by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves; it is the gift of God. For we are His workship. Oh, we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works. So you kind of get these, you know, so this this is where a lot of the Christian community goes in and says, you know, like, hey, it's by grace Mm. that it's like, oh, no, it's actually by grace that we are saved. And it's like, no, it's good works. And it's like, no, that's by grace we're saved, but then our characters are changed and Mm -hmm. it's we're it's unto good works. Right. Um, But here's kind of what I want to say is is a difference that has stood out to me is that um, in. In our faith, uh, after all we can do, uh, typically means living the gospel of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. right? So when we're looking at works, it's not like, it's like, not like by grace you're saved after you gave some money to this homeless man or, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, like works like that or works yeah. of service. Um, but it's, it's more looking at like how we live the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, 
I, I wanted to share some more verse, but I wanted to keep this kind of, kind of short, but there's been, there's always been, um, like apostles have talked about this. I think there's some scripture in our doctrine and covenant that talks about how we've received the gospel of Jesus Christ by, by grace. Yeah. So it was like, by grace, we are saved by grace. Yeah. <laughs> grace for grace. We grace. go through life. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it is by the grace of God. Um, but I just wanted to, to leave with this thought that, um, that, um, God is merciful mm-hmm. and, um, you know, he's given us tools that we need mm-hmm. to live our lives to the best of our ability. Yeah. Um, and, and that is grace. Mm-hmm. So we are saved by grace. Oh, I like that. <laughs> That's my ending thought yeah. is, uh, you know, but, uh, we have to remember that, that, um, the Lord has given us commandments mm-hmm. to keep. Yeah. Um, and faith is, you know, like if we go back to Ephesians, by grace you are saved through faith. Um, faith is a principle of action and power. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, it's not just believing. It's, it's in my opinion, in my belief, is taking action mm-hmm. um, on on the things that, you know, like, like God presents us, yeah. uh, his scriptures, his knowledge, and mm-hmm. we take action to learn of those things. That's faith. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just kind of wanted to wrap that. And I think that encompasses, you know, being a, cur- a good person, but also that we are saved by grace. We can only be saved through Jesus Christ. Yeah. that Like that's, there's no way for us to get there. It doesn't matter where we are on the uh-huh. path. Once Christ comes in, he, he, he takes care of the rest. Yeah. So, you know, that's why like the works argument can actually really struggle. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, well, where, where do you hit the line where Christ says, okay, cool. I've, you did, you, know, you did good. Did yeah. good enough. Yeah. He, he can, his reach is pretty far, Yeah. you know, so he doesn't have a specific limit of where we need to reach to receive him. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, that was long winded, but mm-hmm. it's been on my mind. This no, week, so. I, I love that. Um, I just want to add a little bit, if that's yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, that, like, by works, like, man cannot save himself. Like, we have to have a savior. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what I was thinking about when you were reading those verses, is like, we can't be saved by works alone. Like, we have to have works and grace. Right. And that's the beauty of it. It's doing all we can do, and then Christ is all the difference. Yeah. Right? Isn't that like a Brad Wilcox quote? It's not that Christ makes up the difference. We don't have to hit a certain line. He is the difference. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. That's true in every word. Well, and I look at this verse too, going back to it is by grace we are saved after all we can do Mm -hmm. as like a comforting kind of a notion, you know? Like, like after all we can do, Mm -hmm. this just means like, hey, you're trying your hardest, but realize that after all that has been said and done, you're saved by Christ. Yeah. You're saved by grace. Mm-hmm. He's got your back. Mm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, no problem. Sorry, it was, uh, I get so long winded, but I just love the scriptures. <laughs> I'm so glad that you do. <laughs> I can listen to you talk forever, but maybe they don't want to. So, oh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll move on. Um, to the message for men and women. Do you want to go first? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, so, uh, uh, I want to talk about challenges a little bit for men. Uh, this week I was offered a job, which was really great because we don't really have 
a lot coming in Mm -hmm. and I was going through the process and I just felt like this isn't the right thing for me to do. It didn't, it wasn't a feeling of like, this is a bad company or like, this is like, um, a bad place to be. It wasn't that feeling at all. It was, it was like, this is a good opportunity that doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. And what I decided was like, what feels right is, you know, continuing with this podcast, with YouTube, um, not just the things I really want to do, but I'm good at, Mm -hmm. you know, and I want to build that skill, not Mm -hmm. go back to old skills. Yeah. So anyway, I ended up talking to the guy that had offered me a job. He already started training me. And then I was like, man, I, I, I'm sorry, I, I can't do this. And he was like totally chill about it. He was like, yeah. hey, you know, let me sponsor you. He was so understanding. Yeah, he was like, he was like, I want to sponsor you if, uh, you know, once you get big enough and stuff. So I was like, okay, I'll reach back when, yeah. when it's a good time. Um, but here's the cool thing is I was doing a 1,000 subscriber channel challenge on my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And if I had not like quit that, I don't think I would have made my goal. Mm. So I went from 800 subscribers around the time that I told him like, like, no, I'm not going to do it to a thousand in like two days, Mm -hmm. um, which is a big leap. And, uh, because of that, I've started streaming. I've started just doing all sorts of stuff. That was just like, so awesome. So guys, just, just take your challenges seriously. Mm -hmm. And, um, that like it was all a challenge it was all a test for me this week but i came out feeling so good about it because i listened to god and what was important i'm so glad and that was a challenge i mean i thought oh this is such a good opportunity that's coming our way and it just had this promise of security and then Michael just sat me down and said, like, hey, this is what I'm feeling about it. And we prayed about it. And I just was like, okay. Like, you go you go with the, what you feel is right. Mm-hmm. So it was challenging for me, too. But I'm, and I'm just so grateful for you for, mm-hmm. like, going through that with me and just, like, being willing to pray and, and accept whatever the Lord wanted us to do. Yeah. Because the feeling was honestly, yeah, like, the Lord will take care of us. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to have faith in right now. Absolutely. And he has. He has. He has numbered the hairs on our head, whatever that scripture is. Yeah, yeah. I was just reading it in the New Testament. Dang it. I wish I could quote it. Wish I was a scriptorian. Um, so my message to women is very simple and it kind of goes on my spiritual thought that I shared is just be present, you know, take time to slow down. We live in such a fast paced world We're constantly being advertised to and trying to be sold different products and different lifestyles and our, we have so many things grabbing our attention with phones and the latest TV show. And I don't know, there's just so much noise in the world. And I would just urge you to be present in whatever season you are in. And for me, that looks like just ignoring the dishes for five more minutes so that I can sit on the floor with Coleman as he's discovering toys or he wants to have a dance party or what, because those moments, they slip through your fingers so fast. Yeah. So notice them and live them. Yeah. I love that so much. Thanks. Be present. Yeah. Shout out to 
take note troop yeah and play theory <laughs> yeah if you haven't uh go listen to we're giving them a shout out right now is uh the happiness playbook mm-hmm. uh larie runs that um she was my director in theater but she's just amazing so we've lived by those rules yeah. uh first one be present but be you present. have to go listen to her podcast to find out the rest yeah <laughs> we should link it in the description oh yeah we should we should do that um okay well that wraps up today's episode uh, again we are so grateful for you guys who are listening and keep coming back and we ask that if you like it share it with someone if you have feedback or things that you want to hear or things that you think we're doing bad (laughs) give us constructive criticism any feedback is welcome you can email us at the perfectly honest podcast at gmail.com or find us on instagram and dm us but we really just want to hear from you guys and hear what what you guys like (laughs) yeah you said that Awesome. Perfectly. Yay! <laughs> uh, be sure to subscribe. Be sure to follow mm-hmm. uh, yourself as well. Yeah. Uh, to, to make sure that, that you don't miss out on this wonderful content. Guys. Because that'd be so tragic. <laughs> All right. See you later, guys. We love you. Bye. Bye.